This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. All right. Joining us now is an individual who has a tremendous amount of experience in the topic which we are about to speak. Um, he is the uh, former Assistant Secretary of Defense for the um, International Security Policy during the Reagan administration. He is the uh, chairman of the Center for Security Policy and the vice chair of the present danger China, as well as uh, the person who actually hosts Securing America on Real America's Voice uh, on the America Family uh, Radio Network. He is also a good friend of mine, and he's recently written a book called The Indictment, which is kind of interesting uh, because my book is an indictment as well. I think uh, uh, that our next guest and I think alike in terms of crimes and the fact that America is being subjected to tremendous uh, uh, criminal activity by both foreign actors in his book and domestic actors in my book, Crimes Against America. Uh, the person about whom I speak is Frank Gaffney. Uh, as I said, former uh, uh, Assistant Secretary of Defense uh, in the Reagan administration. Frank, you know, people will say, first of all, Frank Gaffney, thanks so much for joining us. But, Frank, people will say that, you know, I really don't much care about what happens in China. Uh, it really doesn't affect me. What do you say to those people who turn off right away? Janine, first of all, let me say thank you for having me on. Uh, the answer to your question is, um, you know, as was famously said by, uh, I think it was Trotsky, you may not be interested in war, but war is interested in you. And China is waging war against you, uh, you, your country, your vital interests, your economy. And ultimately, I fear um, they are coming for us with the old fashioned kind of warfare, the shooting war kind. And uh, sadly, and I think this is a point of uh, a common interest in both of our books, Janine, uh, they're getting help from Americans in doing all of that to us. So, again, another reason why we've got to be both interested in and concerned about what the Chinese Communist Party is up to. It is our mortal enemy, the greatest existential threat to freedom well, in our history. You know, Frank Gaffney, it, it was, I think Americans first paid attention about five months ago when this spy craft uh, flew across the United States and actually hovered over our intercontinental ballistic missile sites. Uh, we knew when it entered uh, through Alaska and the Aleutian Islands, and uh, we simply watched it traverse across the country, and it took information in real time, as we now know. The Biden administration didn't bother to take it down until it had gotten all the information it needed. Um, what is your take on that? Because, you know, no one is giving us a straight scoop on that. Well, the administration is doing worse than that. You're absolutely right. They allowed it to uh, loiter over a number of our most sensitive military installations for over a week. 
and then shot it down after the mission was accomplished. Yeah. Um, but they're lying about it. Uh, Janine, uh, Joe Biden is now saying that um, poor old Xi Jinping thought it was over Guam or Hawaii <laughs> and didn't know that it was uh, spending a week over our country, even though it was getting a lot of news once it was discovered, not thanks to the government of the United States, by the way, but by some interested citizens, I believe, in Montana right. who happened to observe it. Right. You know, So I don't know whether he takes us for fools or whether he's simply actively doing the bidding of the Chinese Communist Party to deceive us and to keep our guard down as that threat that I talked about a moment ago continues to grow. But I'm pretty sure, based on the fact that as a colleague of mine, Sam Faddis, who you may know, a career central intelligence agency undercover operative who used to uh, recruit and run agents for our country around the world, as he says, in the terms of um, the trade, the, the lexicon of intelligence, Joe Biden is a, quote, controlled asset of the yeah. Chinese Communist Party, unquote. That's what's going on here. The Biden administration didn't bother to take it down until it had gotten all the information it needed. There was an offer of five million to him. And uh, we've got emails saying he was he was so grateful for the extraordinary gift from the head of Burisma, not to mention Russia, China, Uzbekistan, in addition to mm-hmm. Ukraine. But mm-hmm. um, the 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 problem, of course, in addition to that contact, which, of course, Frank Captain, you can talk about. We we're finding out now that there are seven Chinese intelligence arms operating as, quote, service centers, all of which are in direct contact with Beijing. So they've got police departments in the United States. What's that about? Well, this is just part of the pattern, Janine, of the growing aggressiveness of the Chinese Communist Party, not only elsewhere, but again, here at home. And you say, why should Americans care? Well, they're here. Um, And it's, by the way, not just these so-called service centers of overseas Chinese police. And and their exact status is a little unclear to me. I think the administration has, uh, you know, very belatedly begun rolling them up. But what those service centers do is mobilize and impose discipline upon the, well, 300-plus thousand Chinese students in our country, the untold numbers of businessmen and scientists and researchers and people doing business here on, you know, various other uh, covers, uh, and then the spies, of course. And and now, increasingly, Janine, what we're hearing is perhaps as many as 10,000 People's Liberation Army, probably special forces elements that have been coming across our country about a hundred at a time per day for months now. What, where, how are they you coming ask yourself, through? What could possibly go wrong? Well, they're coming through <laughs> like everybody else is coming through. Just the southern border. Wandering across the border. The southern border, right. So when you ask, what's, what's at work here? I believe what is at work here is we are being betrayed by our government under Joe Biden, uh, his various cabinet officers, including Tony Blinken, who performs as he was supposed to for the Chinese in Beijing this week, right. and a number of others, and you know, members of Congress, alas, but also other so-called captured elites, notably on Wall Street, 
where they have been transferring trillions of dollars of our money from our capital markets, Janine, from our pension funds, from our 401k plans, from our mutual funds, index funds, and the like, to the Chinese Communist Party uh, now, particularly as a result of a deal that Joe Biden helped engineer. Well, I don't know if you know about this, but it's it's just a stunning fact. Well, in what is May the money for? Ex- explain this. Well, it's for whatever they want. It's found money. It's money that nominally is supposed to go into their companies, but it's all in the service of the Chinese Communist Party. So I think it's underwriting their repression at home, you know, the slave labor camps, which our Weakers. businessmen take advantage of. Uh, it's it's funding their Belt and Road colonial build-out around the world. It's funding, not least, their military build-up, which is threatening us every more by the day. But well, the let's point talk is, just, about just that. A quick, let's I'll give you this one yeah. thought quickly, very quickly, because it's really important to calibrate. When Joe Biden was vice president of the United States in May of 2013, he helped engineer a memorandum of understanding between the United States and China that allowed the Chinese – to have their companies get access to our capital markets without having to comply with our laws or our regulations. And you know a lot about this business, Janine. No American company is allowed to do that. Nobody else is allowed to do that. But we gave this sweetheart deal, thanks to Joe Biden, and three to six trillion dollars have migrated to the Chinese as a result of that memorandum of understanding, it's it's the ultimate scandal. And you ask the right question. Why is he doing it? I don't know. Uh, he's had a history of ideological affinity for communists for quite some time. In fact, a group called the Council for a Livable World helped get him elected to the Senate in the first place. It was a Soviet Communist Party front organization. Well, let's and talk I think about- that's probably operating, but so is obviously cash payments well, to him clearly- and his family. Clearly, when you look at what's going on with Hunter, but let, let's talk about the fact that Blinken went over there, our Secretary of State, and Blinken talks about the U.S. one-China policy, and yet the president has said, um, you know, he's willing to fight for Taiwan because either he's clueless and in cognitive decline, or uh, there's something else going on because if he is really as connected to China. Why would he come out and say, you know, we are willing to fight for Taiwan? And by the way, there's an article um, in Wall Street Journal News Exclusive from February this year that says the U.S. is expanding troop presence in Taiwan for tra- training against the China threat. What are we doing over there in Taiwan training against the China threat and, say- and saying we're in with the U.S. one China policy? Well, this is a little bit complicated, but let me try to cut to the chase. <laughs> the, the, Tony Blinken recited, as if he had memorized it, this mantra about how we're really committed to the Chinese view that Taiwan is just a province of China, and it will be integrated into China at some point under some circumstances, and we really hope it'll be peaceful. But you're asking the question, well, so how does that jive with, A, his statements he would fight to defend Taiwan, and B, you know, the fact that we've been doing some training of uh, the Taiwanese? The answer to the question is, I think Joe Biden has on four different occasions said we have an obligation to defend Taiwan. Right. 
which is not what Tony Blinken said, by the way. So who's running the joint? More to the point, well, no, but here's the point. On each of those occasions, within hours, if not minutes, he was countermanded by unnamed people in the White House who said, no, that's not right. 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 (laughs) So you, you can make of that what you will, but I think the point is the Chinese have been told, don't worry about that. And I think with respect to the training, yes, we've had some special forces guys apparently on the ground there doing something, and I think that's good. But it's the absolute minimum we could be doing. And the Chinese understand we're not doing the rest of what we could and should, and I would argue under the Taiwan Relations Act, have an obligation to do, which is arm the Taiwanese so that we don't make the mistake that Joe Biden did in Ukraine. Well, which has yet- failed to deter an attack and then have to throw gigabillions of dollars or whatever at, at trying to compensate. That's All right. crazy Let- and it's counterproductive in the extreme. It is crazy. It is counterproductive. It seems that money is. You know, with the root of all problems as it relates to the United States and China, especially with the Biden family. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority com. But, you know, if if there is this one U.S.-China policy or China, U.S.-China China policy, policy uh, <laughs> yeah. will the U.S. then stand down uh, when they attack Taiwan? And, and I'm making an assumption there. And do you think that that will occur during the Biden administration? Look, I'm speculating about this, but I think this is going on at the moment. I think maybe even on this trip with Tony Blinken in that seven hour, you know, uh, struggle session that he had with the Chinese diplomat. I think it was conveyed to him that they are going to take Taiwan one way or the other before the November 2024 election in the United States. And they're going to make Joe Biden an offer he can't or at least won't refuse. And that is they will, quote, guarantee, unquote, access to the advanced ships that are manufactured almost entirely in Taiwan if we don't intervene to, you know, counter this uh, acquisition one way or the other. All right. And I I think that's what's going on. So your theory is that the, the U.S. will stand down allow an invasion by China into Taiwan in order to get microchips? I think we will stand on because with Joe Biden at the helm as the commander-in-chief of the United States military, and remember, a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party, I don't Mm -hmm. think he's going to try to stop 
a Chinese invasion of Taiwan if we could. And at this point, there's a real question about that. But the point is, whether it's a blockade, whether it's an invasion, whether it's, you know, taking them down through cyber and other means, I, I don't know. But all I can tell you is I think that Joe Biden would be delighted to say, hey, this isn't a good thing and we're sorry about it. But the good news is the really important news is we're going to continue to have assured access to those advanced chips. Now, of course, that's not an assured access. Even if the Chinese guarantee it, it's no more reliable than all those other supply chains that we depend upon, among other things, for medicine from China. I mean, this is a formula for our destruction, because once we are dependent upon them, to say nothing of all those energy you know, things that um, the batteries and the the, the wind turbines and so on, the lithium, and not least, Janine, you've, you've been all over this, and God bless <laughs> yeah. you for being on it. Yeah, the grid. High voltage transformers that are in our electric grid right now. Right. 400 Chinese manufactured, and we know, or we have had reported at least, one or two of them have actually been taken apart out at Sandia Laboratory and found to have back doors that could be used to take them out. So that's kind of a problem, Janine, and yeah. <laughs> a supply chain dependency for uh, advanced chips or anything else from China is, again, a formula for disaster. Well, you know, the truth is that um, the U.S. and China, uh, we are dependent upon them. They are not dependent upon us. Blinken comes back and he says, well, we have no military agreement yet, but we've made it clear. They understand because we've made it clear. It's like KJP. We've made it clear. We've been clear. I don't know what what, what the focus on that word is, um, you know, that we're going to have this military agreement. But, you know, if you, if history is any indicator, you know, Joe Biden sat on the sidelines as Russia lined up to invade Ukraine, and that whole mess could have been over had we sent over the military, uh, uh, you know, the requested military uh, uh, tanks, et cetera, in the beginning as opposed to waiting. Uh, and that, unfortunately, uh, that may be their their modus operandi if, if China does invade Taiwan. But I think ultimately it does come down to chips, to lithium batteries. And um, in the end, you know, China is a country that is focused on being number one militarily, economically, and, uh, you know, what they did, uh, with the, with the Wuhan virus, um, they never paid a price for all of the deaths around the world. They, I think they know that they can get away with whatever they want. Janine, this is the point of our indictment. The first of the nine charges. Eight of them deal with their war crimes against us, this transnational criminal organization that is the Chinese Communist Party. But the first and overarching one is their crimes against humanity. They've killed, by some estimates, 100 million of their own people, yeah. in addition to some they've enslaved, like the Tibetans and the Uyghurs and so on. But mostly it's their own Han Chinese. And, and that doesn't count the 400 million, some say maybe 500 million mostly baby girls that they've killed in the womb. There's never been a more monstrous regime in world history. You could put all of the other tyrants and, you know, mass murderers combined 
over the course of human history, and they're pikers compared to the Chinese Communist Party. Why is that important? It's important not only to calibrate on the truly incalculably horrific nature of that party, but also if they treat their own people that badly, Janine, can they possibly be expected to treat ours better? Yeah. I think not. All right. Frank Gaffney, I want to thank you for joining us on the uh, Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Folks, the book is called The Indictment, Prosecuting the Chinese Communist Party and Friends for Crimes Against America, China, and the World. My guest, of course, uh, Frank Gaffney, uh, who is uh, who is a dear friend and knows of what he speaks. Frank Gaffney, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. Take care. This is the Janine Firo Show.